Shavua Tov, everybody. Chezkel Perek Yutret, chapter 18 of the book of Ezekiel. At the very beginning of our chapter, we receive a perfect snapshot, not of the prophet's opinion, but rather of the opinion of the people whom he is encountering. It begins as follows, says Yechezkel to them, Malachem atem moshlim et hamashal hazeh. Why are you giving this parable, this proverb? Apparently there is a proverb which is popular amongst the people. This is what it is. Avot yochlu bosil. The parents eat sour grapes. This is where the phrase comes from. Vishinei habanim tikahena. But the children's teeth are blunted or are set on edge. What does this parable mean? The parents eat sour grapes or unripe grapes and the children's teeth are damaged. We're going to see that Yechezkel doesn't like this mashal at all. But in order to understand it and in order to understand what he's responding to, let's unpack it for a second. It seems pretty clear that what the parable is referring to is the argument that our situation in Bavel, in Galut, exiled, without seemingly much hope for the future, is a direct response by God to the sins of our ancestors, and maybe not even our distant ancestors, but to our parents and our grandparents, the generations that came before us. Perhaps the people are familiar with Yirmiyahu. They're probably definitely familiar with Yishayahu. They have read the great prophecies which we have come across. They have understood the messages that were given to their parents. And they are very well aware that their parents did not respond to those messages. And they are the ones who are paying for it. And in fact, this argument would seem to have very strong biblical basis. In fact, one can go all the way back to Shemot, one of the most important moments in the book of Shemot, where after the sin of the golden calf, God re-establishes his relationship with Israel through what becomes known as Yud Gimel Midot HaRachamim, the 13 attributes of mercy. But at the very end of that section, this is chapter 34 of Shemot, we read as follows, Poked avon avot al banim va'al b'nei banim. God is going to visit the sins of the fathers upon the children, and upon the grandchildren, al shileshim al ribeim, until the third generation, until the fourth generation. Even within the context of God's mercy, which this passage is, there is something called intergenerational justice. In other words, in the world of Shemot, and arguably in the world of the Tanakh, it is not the individual alone who is judged, but rather it is the family unit. And in fact, we are in some ways held responsible, and as the people in the time of Yechezkel see it, we are being punished for the crimes of our parents. Now, this is a very compelling argument given its strong biblical basis. However, it is also undoubtedly a very unhealthy argument. Why so? Because it removes any 
agency, any ability from the individual to actually improve their situation. How can I make my situation better in the eyes of God? I am being punished for that which my parents did, and nothing I do can undo that. And if this is so, if this is the mindset of the people, then all the words of Yechezkel will fall upon deaf ears. And so in response to this, Yechezkel gives a mashal, or pardon me, Yechezkel responds to this mashal, this parable, with what can only be read as an outright rejection of the passage in Shemot which we quoted. How is it that God looks at the world? Sefer Shemot gave one answer. He looks at families as the basic unit and meets out his justice for good and for bad over generations. Yechezkel is going to give a very different answer. He is going to say as follows. Hitamut. It is the sin, it is the soul that sins, this is verse 20, who will die. Ben loisa ba'avon ha'av, a child shall not carry the sin of the parent. Va'av loisa ba'avon ha'ben, nor will a parent be punished for the sin of the child. Tzidkat ha'tzadik alav tihir. It is the righteousness of the righteous one which will be upon him. Or the wickedness of the wicked one, which will be upon him. In other words, nobody else's actions will impact how an individual is judged, only their individual ones. And it goes further than that. Not only are we not judged on the basis of other people's actions, we don't even seem to be judged on the basis of our own past actions, rather we are judged in the very moment. Yechezkel goes on to say that the wicked one who returns from his sin will not be punished for his previous wickedness. And then goes even further in a very challenging statement, Pasuk Kafdalad, verse 24. Similarly, if a, righteous, a previously righteous person moves in a different direction, all of his former good deeds, Lotis Karana will not be recalled for him. Asher Chata when on the day that he sins. In other words, you are judged right here, right now. This chapter is probably the most individually focused chapter in all of Tanakh. In contrast to the poet John Donne, every man is an island. We are completely judged based on our own merits. And this is a theology of Yechezkel. There is a beautiful verse right at the end of the chapter in which this new version of judgment is placed into a larger context and philosophy of Teshuvah. The penultimate verse of the chapter reads, Hashlichu ma'alechem, cast away from yourselves, et kol pishechem, all of your sins, v'asu lachem lev chadash, v'ruach chadasha, make for yourselves a new heart and a new spirit, v'lama tamutu beit Yisrael, why should 
the house of Israel die. I do not desire death, says God. Rather, return to me and live. In taking the focus away from the family, away from previous generations, Yechezkel, on the one hand, gives the people enormous responsibility, but by doing so, he also restores their agency. In case people listening haven't quite understood how radical this transformation is of God's judgment of individuals, here is the Gemara in Masechet Makot. Four things did Moshe decree for Israel. And four prophets came and annulled them. Moshe said that the sins of the fathers will be visited upon the children. Ezekiel came and annulled it. Hanefesh hachotet, he tamut. Verse from our chapter, the soul that sins, it shall die. It is up to the individual. We are not judged for the actions of others. Rather, right here, right now, where are we? How do we respond? Have a wonderful day.